We head to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. It is quarter number four of the Keystone Kickoff Show, and as promised, we are shifting our focus away from Penn State football and the Rose Bowl to Nittany Lions Wrestling. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith. Jeff Byers, longtime play-by-play man for the Penn State wrestling team, joins us now. The Lions are set to take on the National Collegiate Duels in New Orleans. And Jeff, you are in New Orleans right now. How's travel? How What's, what's the scene like with, with this team as they're getting ready to battle some good competition? As of now, um, Monday, 7 p.m. against Central Michigan, followed by a duel against North Carolina at 9 p.m. Yeah, I think there's a lot of excitement within the team. They they traveled 20 kids down here, which is uh, a nice opportunity for the the starters and then some other guys. And obviously, uh, at at least a couple of weights, they'll wrestle uh, a couple of guys over the course of the two-day tournament. So I think this is a really neat opportunity for Penn State um, to test itself against some better competition. I, I, I like the way this format sets up because I think Central Michigan is a really solid dual meet team, probably not as strong uh, in terms of a uh, tournament team. Uh, I think North Carolina is certainly a, a much better team and has uh, some real uh, star power in that lineup. And then, you know, presumably you're going to face either Iowa State or Cornell uh, on Tuesday night. And, and listen, both of those teams are absolutely loaded. I, I think um, both have a chance to be uh, top five type of teams here when the NCAA tournament rolls around. Yeah, so this is uh, it's, it's pool wrestling here. Penn State in the blue pool, in all likelihood, uh, will advance to the championship match. And as you said, against either Cornell or Iowa State. Um, what do you th- what did you think about this event last year and and how how productive it was for Penn State because they won what was it twenty one sixteen against Cornell. It's a good opportunity to get outside your league. Um, at this time of year and see some guys that I'm sure that from an individual and a team level that you're going to see come again in March. Yeah, I think, and I think that is the real benefit for Penn state and for the other teams that are here is you get a chance to see some teams that you might not otherwise see during the course of the season. And obviously therefore some individuals that you wouldn't see uh, other than the national tournament potentially down the road. So I think for Penn state, um, you know, last year, I, I do think it was a, a real benefit, um, especially for some of the younger guys. And I think, once again, that's re- really where the opportunity is here to me uh, over these next couple of days is can Penn State, uh, well, uh, not, Penn State will face some valuable competition. Can they get wins against top-ranked competition at 149 uh, and 165 in particular? Uh, and even if not, how well can you compete and how well can you use the uh, lessons learned there uh, when March rolls around? And I do think uh, across the board, I think this is a beneficial tournament, but I think in particular, you know, Shane Van Ness and Alex Facundo, those are the two guys that I think really have an opportunity uh, to be able to grow and and get measuring stick uh, chances here. And Terrell Baraclaw is another one. I I should probably throw him him in there in terms of a guy that can really – 
kind of see where he's at right now in terms of the national picture and what it is he needs to work on to get where he wants to be when March rolls around. So you will see this right off the bat, and it's an interesting. I think the the Central Michigan match, uh, Penn State's opener, you know, a couple of the more interesting ranked-on-ranked matches have already happened. So Shane Van Ness, uh, Johnny Lovett, uh, from from Central Michigan at 149. Shane Van Ness beat him earlier. And then you have Terrell Bearclaw and uh, Corbin Munson at 157. Uh, Bearclaw beat him at the Black Knight Open. Both of those happened at that Army event. Any other, um, you know, reason to, to look at this Central Michigan team? You know, I, when you say solid dual team, just looking at one through ten, right? Yep. Just, to, just uh, you know, it's hard to poke holes, even if there's not a lot of star power there. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think they are a, a, for sure, a better dual meet team than they are a tournament team. They they don't have, <laughs> excuse me, a lot of the top-end guys that are going to uh, – going to be competing for national titles this season. But uh, they do have, as you said, just a, a lot of really solid guys. And they have a couple, you know, Munson's been, uh, I think, is the Mid-American Conference Wrestler of the Week again this week at 157. That was a good win for uh, Terrell Barraclaw to get over him earlier in the season. And I think this is, uh, you know, another great opportunity for him. Same thing as, as you said with... Uh, you know, a, a chance at 141 to really solidify some things with uh, with Bo Bartlett, who continues to climb up in, in the national rankings. You know, I think 125 is the weight where, you know, you'd like to see Gary Steen start to, to make some, you know, substantial and noticeable progress. Uh, and I think, you know, a, a win here uh, would be a step in that direction. You know, listen, I, I mean, on paper, yes, Penn State should win pretty handily over Central Michigan, and I, I expect that will be the case. But I think that the real key here for Penn State is, again, looking at individuals and individual progress. And I think, you know, from that standpoint, 125, 141, and 157 are the three weights that you're really watching as a, a Penn State fan in this first dual meet of the tournament. What are your thoughts on, on Gary Steen in terms of – um, he's wrestled some guys tough. Is he a guy who, you know, a ranked win um, can light a, a big enough spark that he can turn a big corner? You know, do you feel like he's a guy in, in that position? Yeah, I do think confidence is such a, a big thing in this sport. <clears throat> and it's one thing to say that you think you can beat the, the, the top guys. It's another to go out and do it. And once you do it, uh, listen, that, that there's no question. It, it adds to the confidence and uh, the belief system. And, you know, I think for Gary Steen right now, you know, he's been in, he's, he's wrestled four ranked wrestlers and he's been in three of those matches. Uh, Anthony Denoto of Lock Haven in the season opener was the exception. Uh, the question now is, can Gary Steen get over the hump and start getting some wins against ranked competition, uh, you know, and, and continue to beat the guys that he's expected to beat? Uh, and I think, you know, in terms of where he really fits in and what Penn State can expect from him, I think that's still uncertain right now. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the hope is with this coaching staff and with his uh, experience and the, the uh, wealth of expertise that he has available to him, that, that he can make another jump uh, in levels during the course of this season. But uh, listen, in order to be competitive for an All-America honor, he's going to need to make a jump or two uh, realistically this season to get on the podium when March rolls around. So, 
you know, I think Steen is, is to me, one of the more interesting wrestlers on the team in terms of, uh, okay, let's see, we, we kind of know where he's at right now, and, and he's in the, you know, for sure, kind of borderline trying to, to break into a, a guy that can qualify for the national tournament. Can he go from there to being a guy that can get a couple of wins for you and maybe even get on the podium when March rolls around? And uh, again, I don't think anybody truthfully knows the answer right now, but I think this weekend uh, or you know, early part of the week is going to be an important uh, couple of opportunities for him to continue to grow and, and continue to build on what I think is a solid foundation. But I, I, again, he's, he's the guy that has the most room to improve. There's no question about that. Uh, I think it's it's fun in college wrestling. Um, not even Penn State is above having to develop a guy that's a grinder. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's there. There's a, a certain fantasy football look at at Penn State wrestling, and when there's a guy who's not ranked or a guy who's struggling a bit, it's very jarring for people to see. But I think you can look at Bearclaw, for example, as a, as a good. Uh, their investment was made in him. And I think it's kind of paying off. Like, I don't think he's a national champ. I'm not sure that he's an all American, but you know what? You're not going to have a national champ or all American at all 10 weeks. I don't care what, who the coach is and what your team is. And I think that's, they're in the process of investing in Gary Steen right now. And I think there's a good chance it pays off at some point down the road. Yeah. And I, I think it's a, it's a very good point. Uh, and, and Dustin, one of the things w- when you look at college wrestling, and, and it's one of the things I'm uh, probably most uh, trying to explain to fans is yes, every team wants to have 10 national champions out there, right? Like, I mean, hey, every team is trying to get its best uh, opportunity to place highly at each weight. But you have 9.9 scholarships. That is not even a scholarship per weight, uh, right? So, and there are a lot of really good coaches and really good programs and really good schools uh, with great academic opportunities out there uh, across the country. And, um, you know, I I sometimes wonder and I, I hope that fans appreciate what they are seeing here with Penn State and what Kale Sanderson is doing, because I think what they are doing in this day and age of college wrestling is is truly unbelievable, because you ha- I think you have more teams, uh, more schools all in and completely committed to trying to win national titles and trying to be the best they can be. And I think you, I think the coaching across the board is better than it has ever been. And I think high school kids coming out uh, and going to college are more prepared for the college experience than they've ever been. Uh, and for uh, all of that to be occurring, and for Penn State to be as consistently on top and and as great as it has been, uh, I think is uh, a tremendous credit. In a lot of ways, I, I think it is. Uh, greater than what uh, Dan Gable did, uh, as unbelievable as that was at Iowa, and as uh, you know Gallagher did at uh, Oklahoma State, and you know you go right down the the list of whatever you think is the greatest accomplishment, not just in college wrestling, but in college sports. What Penn State is doing right now in college wrestling, I, I think is is unbelievable. And yes, I think Gary Steen. Uh, is uh, is a great example of a kid 
that has an opportunity to really grow himself. And I think, you know, it's kind of up to him, as Kale says, it's up to him to uh, be able to capitalize on his potential and the opportunities that are afforded him. And I'm not sure, you know, if Gary Steen is a world-class athlete necessarily. Um, But what I do know, having spoken to Gary before, is that the Penn State mindset is there. The attitude towards wrestling, the right attitude toward wrestling is there. And that over the course of one, two, three years, whether that's the weight room or working on quickness or whatever, you know, gains are going to be made. And I think he's going to be a viable piece of this lineup. Who knows what the future holds in terms of recruiting and and if somebody comes in that can really challenge him for that spot. But for now, I think just the piece of advice is you're going to have these guys that you're going to have to watch develop. They're not all going to be national champs. That's Jeff Byers here on the Keystone Kickoff Show, the voice of Penn State Wrestling. We expect to talk with Jeff, if not every Sunday, uh, every week, most weeks here as the as the season goes on. Big thanks to Jeff. Thanks for everybody for, for joining us. And that's it for the show. Be sure to check us out at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. The Nittany Lions are headed to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl, and you can join them. Collegiate Athletic Travel is offering a three-night package, including nonstop charter flight with Southwest Airlines from Harrisburg to L.A. Burbank Airport. Stay at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. Rose Bowl parade tickets and all transfers are included. Here's your chance to attend the Rose Bowl and let Collegiate Athletic Travel do all the work. Land-only package is available, too. Go to athletictravel.com or call 814-238-4987. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new coffee barbecue dry rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are.